Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. The fall installment of the UNC School of the Arts Chamber Music Festival is coming up Tuesday, October 18th and Saturday, October 22nd at 7.30 p.m. in Watson Hall on the UNCSA campus in Winston-Salem. The Chamber Music Festival was launched last year and is led by artistic directors and faculty members Ida Beeler and Dmitry Vorobiev. Ida Beeler is a violinist who has won competitions around the world and has been a regular performer with leading international orchestras. She was the first woman to hold a concertmaster position in a major European orchestra, the Symphony and Opera Orchestra of Cologne. She is also a former member of the Melos Quartet, among many other ensembles. Dmitry Vorobiev is a pianist who came to international attention after winning the Casagrande International Piano Competition in Italy in 1994. He has held faculty positions in the Czech Republic, England, and at the University of Northern Iowa in the United States, besides at UNCSA. And Ida and Dimitri are guests today for Piedmont Arts, and I thank them for taking a little bit of time to talk to us today. Thank you. Thank you. So this is a pretty new festival. Um, Could you tell me why? you all decided to create this festival? Well, both of us, um, Ida and myself, are graduates of the School of the Arts in the past. And we have certain memories, which for us are very, very special about the quality of things, about how things were, about the passion for the music that people had at that time. Now things are in many ways very, very good, but what we thought we needed was a festival which would bring an extremely high quality of music to our school, which will involve not just concerts where guest artists would come, play and leave, but where the guest artists would come, they would rehearse for one week with students and faculty, and they would play on stage with students. Uh, it, it means a lot to us, you know, um, and um, it's it's the the point of long term development. We've started a very effective and very fine chamber music institute at UNCSA, where we have throughout the year brought in different musicians, wonderful musicians from all over, and again, short term, so short term that they could not have this ongoing effect, this um, deeper effect. And as we recreate the basis of the Institute, this will be the heart, one of the major, you know, heartbeats and hearts of the complete Chamber Music Institute. Um, I think I don't know much about the Chamber Music Institute, so maybe one of you can can talk about that a little bit. We had named it um, previously the Chrysalis Chamber Music Institute, and it had a um, it was aimed at master students, at graduate students, and um, there were some very fine funding and support, and we had some marvelous projects, and there was a curriculum that was extremely effective and unique. What we're trying to do is actually to bring two, sometimes three, uh, guest artists each time. This year, we have Jennifer Frauchi violin and Clive Greensmith, who is a phenomenal cellist, who used to be the cellist for the Tokyo String Quartet. Each of them has to be in a, two chamber music groups. So there are a total of three 
uh, chamber music compositions performed on Saturday concert. So basically each of those three compositions will have a guest artist in it, a student and a faculty member. And uh, they come and they rehearse starting on Tuesday and ending on Saturday, and then they play the concert. And uh, they, aside from just rehearsing because of their experience, they also coach students. So this is the wonderful part of it that students really learn from it. They also will do a couple of master classes, solo classes each, plus a chamber music master class each. All I have to say is that our students, I think, really crave this and treasure this. I mean, in my memory from the first festival that we had after the first rehearsal, the students' eyes were just lit. I mean, they were just absolutely in seventh heaven because of this experience. Now we hope to continue this and to have this tradition really ongoing and not dying in several years or so on. So. So tell us a little bit about who's coming in the spring, because this is part yes. one <laughs> this this month, right. and then part two right. is coming in March. We're very honored and delighted to have Kim Kashkashian, who is professor of viola uh, presently at NEC in Boston. Um, and that's New England eight. Conservatory? NEC is yes. New England New Conservatory? England, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, Peter Wiley, who teaches at Curtis and Bard and was the cellist of the Beaux-Arts trio. The the scheme will be the same. They will play a concert with faculty and students. The program in March will have the big Brahms Opus 111 string quintet, which we don't get to hear that often. And they will also be giving solo master classes, chamber music master classes. You've both mentioned that you've started this this festival to try and meet a need that uh, for students. And, uh, you know, I get a sense of what you're talking about when you say it's going to be great for them to be working with these guest artists. And if you are a student, what would you expect to, to do? Would you, um, would you have a lot of one-on-one time with the artists? Would you be sitting in a small group uh, rehearsing with them? How would it work? We're very fortunate here to have uh, regular master classes for all of our classes. And um, we have in our curriculum open master classes every week that we that we take that we uh, conduct and lead. And so our students are open and used to exposure on the stage themselves and also as listeners, active listeners. They are asked to observe critique good in positive and negative, Uh, to be aware, to be creative in their thinking, to learn from listening, which is the major part of of music making, is listening and understanding how to hear. And so our students, some will be active, will be in hot seat, so to speak. Others will be observing. And so uh, it, it becomes a very exhilarating and, and exciting moment, and we can discuss it with the students. So we act, you know, we want their participation on on all levels. So they get to take a pretty deep dive and oh, yes. <laughs> ask their questions, and and uh, yeah, I can very see much how so. that would be really meaningful. Hmm. Um, 
go ahead, Dimitri. Yeah, also great, I'd like to add, is that aside from those classes for which students could play, those who are actually actively performing with the guest artists, so of course they are communicating with those guest artists in each rehearsal, learning from them that way. And what's great also is we get to select and ask the faculty for which students are the best for which we can offer this opportunity. And in my opinion, it only makes other students know that, wow, this is a great school. It's not where we have hundreds of musicians. I mean, this is actually realistic that if I practice, if I really improve tremendously, I could be one of those on stage with those guest artists. I've talked to a number of uh, musicians over the years who have talked about how much they really love chamber music. Um, many of these musicians actually play in orchestras, um, make a living playing in orchestras, but they love chamber music. I wondered if each of you could talk a little bit about why chamber music is is dear to you, uh, so much so that you want to, you know, uh, share it and help students uh, become more proficient in this way. You know, I, it's so funny. When I play concerto with an orchestra and the fiddles come up and say, we felt we were playing chamber music with you. And the members, first oboe comes up, and there's no greater compliment. I think the important thing is to delve deeply into how a composition is written and, and how it's composed for, you know, for humanity in a way. It's, it's a very big picture. So I tend to um, feel that chamber music, of course, the most extraordinary pieces have been written for very, very, for all of our ensembles and continue to be written. Chamber music for a lot of people is the love of their life. Uh, some cannot be soloists and they find themselves perfect in the setting of the chamber music. Some really crave the orchestra and some really do crave solo music, but the chamber music exists on its own, kind of in between where so many people find that it's something that completely fulfills their life. Uh, string quartet, of course, is an incredibly difficult setting where you kind of have to be like one, and it's a very, very difficult thing to do. Piano trios, and I have to say I'm a pianist, so I uh, tend to be kind of uh, biased towards uh, chamber music with piano, but that to me has always been something where again you're making music together with sometimes two three or four people and um, there is nothing like it and it's an experience that people you know genuinely learn as they grow up I, students have less experience so for for us what i like is that each composition right now will get three rehearsals. Professionals, sometimes, depending on the piece, you can do one rehearsal and you can go on stage because everybody played it. For students, a little different story, but they learn. They learn from how those rehearsals go, what's the most efficient way to do it, how to make this piece sound really like one, how to make compromises, which is also a very important thing in these settings. I mean, when you have a short period of time to prepare something, things may not be the way you want, but you have to make the performance as one, no matter what. And to learn that, I think, is really an intricate part of the chamber music experience. Well, I wondered if there was anything else either of you wanted to share about um, about the festival that's coming up or, or anything else about the program before we conclude. 
Well, I would like to just thank um, our, our supporters, uh, of course, firstly, um, Judy and Bill Watson, but also our school, our dean, our chancellor, uh, everyone standing behind this and our students and the extra work they're doing for it, our, our colleagues, all everyone donating and using their creativity, time and every bit of talent towards this being successful. I agree with everything that I just said. We're very, very truly thankful for everything that we have um, in our disposal due to kindness and generosity of so many people. And I have to say one more thing. Uh, Watson Hall concerts so far this year have been extremely well attended. So my only thing is that if anyone is really interested in going to this festival, get your tickets for both. <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to be sold out pretty quickly. I mean, I know that there is an interest from the last year already. And so if you're interested in this, it would be um, very good to get tickets. And we do stream the first concert on the 18th, but unfortunately we will not be able to stream the second one. So the second one, you can only go live. Okay. Okay. All right. Good, helpful information there. And uh, I hope everything goes well. And uh, congratulations on launching a chamber music festival. That's a big deal. Uh, and I hope that uh, that uh, everything, like I said, goes well this time. And then again with part two in March. I have been speaking with uh, faculty members from the university, our UNC School of the Arts, uh, they are uh, a violinist, Ida Beeler, and pianist, Dmitry Vorobiev. And thanks so much for being on Piedmont Arts today. Thank you also for your support. I'm Rachel Stewart. You are listening to Piedmont Arts. <laughs>